0: hello my loves welcome back to spiritually connected the podcast where we talk about witchcraft spirituality healing and the paranormal today we're continuing our mini series that we have on this podcast called the strange and paranormal with an episode about the legend of the red lady just a quick trigger warning before we get into this particular story we do mention suicide rape and death in this story if any of those are triggering to you please listen with caution um, and be careful i am so excited about this one guys i've done so much research into this case not case but like into this specific like folklore legend i have pumpkin candles lit right now i just ate a donut it was fantastic um and i'm just sitting down to tell you guys this spooky little story under some blankets so get cozy and let's get started Before we get into this episode of Spiritually Connected though, I wanted to remind you guys I don't get paid for this podcast, so if you'd like to send tips, they are always greatly appreciated. My Venmo and PayPal as well as some instructions on how to tip properly are in the description of this podcast episode. Anything helps just to keep the podcast supported and sustainable, but without further ado, let's actually get into this podcast episode according to a fairly basic google search the lady in red aka the red lady is a type of female ghost that is specifically attributed to a jilted lover there are variations of her tale all across the world um but in almost all of these tales, she's the ghost of a prostitute, often being killed by a jealous lover. She is seen as a woman of vanity and passion, and her red clothes represent how she draws people in with lust. Um, she is said to be friendly most of the time, and is especially attached to historic hotels, theaters, and other public places that have a higher frequency of reports of the prostitution trade. One of the most famous ladies in red is actually in one of the most historic, or in the very historic Fairmont Hotel in Vancouver, sorry I can't speak today, um, where she is said to walk the top floors in her elegant red gown, um, occasionally stopping to stare out the window at the city. Many people have claimed to see full body apparitions of this ghostly figure in this hotel, and according to Ghosts of Vancouver... Once, a Japanese family who checked into a room on the 14th floor called the front desk to ask why their room was double-booked. They described seeing the lady in red in their room, which is what had caused them to be confused. There are even pictures of the hotel that you can look up, where you can see her so-called apparition through the windows. Look up Vancouver Fairmont Hotel Red Lady to see them. they're actually really interesting. I don't know if I believe that they're the Afro- like the, her apparition, but they're really interesting. So you guys let me know what you think. Um, in the South United States, a lady in red ghost has been reported to haunt Wexham Hall in Chesterfield, Virginia, where it is believed that Susanna Walthall, I believe that's how you pronounce it, who was the daughter of the original proprietor, died. Um, the book Chesterfield County Chronicles relates this woman- or relates that this woman is seen on the porch and that her footsteps can be heard. Rocking chairs move on their own and doors open and close. And in Charleston, South Carolina, near Dock Street Theater, a, la- a lady in red ghost is said to be the ghost of Nettie Dickerson, a prostitute who frequented the Planters Hotel, um, which is now the historic French Quarter building. Um, according to legend, she... Worked as a clerk on the nearby, s- or at the nearby Saint Philip's Episcopal, Episcopal Eps- 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 something church while she visited the hotel at night. At the age of 25, she was standing in her red dress on the balcony of the hotel during a storm when she was struck by lightning and killed. And this legend isn't just a United States thing either. Um, a lady in red is said to walk around the church of St. Nicholas in Puckley, England, since the 12th century, and Leap Castle is claimed to be haunted by a red lady who is holding a dagger, who according to her specific legend, committed suicide after being raped. According to the Leap Castle website, quote, one of the spirits encountered from time to time is the Darby's known- a- is the Darby's known as the Red Lady, sorry. She- has been described as a very tall woman clothed in a red dress she has been seen carrying a dagger in her hand raised in a menacing manner the strange luminescence is often radiating within her people encountering the spirit have commented on an immense cold filling the room and permeating into their heart it is thought that the woman was captured by an O'Carroll and subsequently raped the baby born as a result was then killed by the O'Carroll. O'Carroll oh, reason reasoning that they could not afford to feed the child. Distraught the woman then killed herself with the same blade. Hey lovelies, it's promotion Greta stopping it to tell you that if you'd like input or features on this podcast or you just want to learn more about witchcraft and divination, you should subscribe to my Patreon. I do collective divination on there, I post my spell recipes, and it's the only place where I teach about my witchcraft. So you can subscribe for as low as $5.55 a month at patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin. Again, that's patreon.com forward slash Greta Chapkin. Now that we've established some of the folklore around the the Lady in Red, let's get into some stories about other people's encounters. This is a retelling of a story from Nevada by S. E. Schossler. We didn't believe in ghosts, so when the fellow checking us in warned us that our room on the sixth floor was haunted, we just laughed. There was a lot of crazy people out there who believed in ghosts and wanted to stay in a haunted hotel, but Marie and I weren't two of them. I'd chosen the mitzvah for our weekend getaway because it was the description of the hotel and its amenities, not because it had a phantom. Just for kicks, Marie asked the fellow who was supposed to who was supposed to haunt our room. He told us that it was a ghost called the Lady in Red. She was a prostitute who was strangled by a jealous boyfriend, and her tormented spirit still lingered in the hotel. She was said to follow guests around and to play with the gaming equipment in the casino. A gambling ghost? I asked laughingly. The boy glared at me, and I was sorry for making a joke about something he so obviously believed in. We said a hasty goodnight and went up to the sixth floor. As we neared our room, Marie gasped and grabbed my arm. I stopped and, look at, and looked at her. She pointed, wide-eyed, toward the far end of the hallway. Before our eyes, the glowing figure of a woman came hurrying toward us. I shivered superstitiously, my skin prickling in the cold. Suddenly, she rushed past us and walked right through the wall next to our room. Good lord, there must be a ghost in our room, I gasped. I am not going in there, Marie said firmly. Her face was pale, and her black eyes were wide with fear. No way. I didn't feel like going in there anyways, but we had a special deal for two nights, painted advance and non-refundable, and I didn't want to waste our money. In the end, I wrenched the door open, turned on the light, and investigated every corner looking for the lady in red. But she was gone. Marie absolutely refused to set foot in the haunted room. In the end, I had to go down to the desk and request a room on another floor. The boy didn't say much when I told him we had seen the lady in red, but he gave me a know-it-all smirk that made me want to smack him, and he assigned us to a room on another floor. Marie barely got a wink of sleep that night. She kept waking up, afraid the lady in red would come walking through the wall and do terrible things to us. We were up at dawn and checked out of the mitzvah by breakfast the next day from that day on marie always booked our hotels and she always made sure there were no ghosts anywhere on the premises before she made a reservation i love that story that is such a fun ghost story in my personal opinion i really like that story um but yeah okay so i get asked a lot um if i offer free readings or spell work I do not. However, I do offer inexpensive, accurate tarot, poem, astrological chart, and oracle readings. Um, All of my prices start as low as $5, and I cover all kinds of things in my readings. So if you're interested, you can DM me on Instagram to book a reading, at spirituallyconnectedreadings, no numbers, no punctuation, again, that's at spirituallyconnectedreadings. And by the way, I will not message you first for a reading. If you get a message from someone who's pretending to be me, it's not me. Alright, let's get into our second story. Story number two. This haunting happened back when I was 14 or 15 years old, around 1998. I f- was, I'm finally able to tell this story because my parents have moved to a new neighborhood. I couldn't bring myself to share this event in the ba- because in the back of my mind, I was worried that this ghost would haunt my parents since they lived closer to her grave. It was 1998. My family had been staying in a house with a vast front yard for around three years then. Next to that big yard was a cemetery. A typical Javanese Muslim cemetery shaded in trees which gave such an eerie feeling during the day. We had never had a quote encounter before. Grandma, she was my youngest sister's nanny but we always considered her family um, and called her Muba. Muba. I'm not sure how to pronounce that, it's, it's grandma in Japanese, um, told us that ghosts or unseen creatures are scared of young kids. My three younger siblings were around six to ten years old back then. It was said that young kids could see them and it's their bad luck to be seen by kids. Then, a distant neighbor's daughter got murdered by her husband after an argument. She requested a divorce, but he rejected and went furious. And when he saw her packing her clothes to leave to go home to her parents, um, the couple were living in a city called Surabaya, I believe. It was a horrible murder as the wife's white shirt turned red because of the blood. The parent took her home and or the parents took her home and buried her in her hometown in the cemetery right near my old house. The haunting started just three days after the funeral. People claimed to see a woman in a red dress standing outside the alley which led from the cemetery um, with a lot of luggage. She often was seen trying to stop motorbike transport um, after midnight If they did stop for her, they would end up in the middle of the cemetery. I am a morning person. I woke up early in the morning because I'm the oldest daughter, and one time I saw a motorbike rider come out of the cemetery early in the morning. My dad would say, she's at it again. Soon the rumor of the lady in the red dress began to spread all over the village. I really didn't believe it back then. I thought it was just a rumor spread by some irresponsible people because ever since the rumor started, the neighborhood's night watch had stopped and burglaries had started happening. But it turned out it was the burglaries that took advantage of the ghost. It was my last year of junior high and we went on a trip to the city of Georgia. I have three classmates um, nearby my house, so we decided to go home together. It was two in the morning, and my teacher decided to send all four of us home in his car. When we passed that alley that led to the cemetery, all five of us, including my teacher, saw that lady in the red dress standing under the streetlight with her big suitcases next to her. She stretched her hand as if stopping my teacher's car. All four of us knew who that lady was, and when our teacher just about stopped for her we immediately shouted at him no my teacher was pretty taken aback wondering why we couldn't stop for the young lady i nudged my friend to tell the teacher about the lady in the red dress because i had to get off first and i thought my friend did tell my teacher about the lady in the red dress to my shock the very next morning there was an uproar in my village about a car in the mill middle of the cemetery and the car was my teacher's. It's still a mystery how the car got there. The alley itself was very narrow and my teacher's car was an eight-seater. I asked my friend whether she told our teacher or not and she swore that she did. I guessed my teacher didn't believe us or he might be curious about that lady in the red dress because after that he tried as much as he could to avoid us. I graduated from junior high and a month later or a month later not and a month later sorry i can't read today (laughs) the lady in red still appeared sometimes um i she had an encounter with my father as well once or twice my father told us as long as she didn't disturb us let her be because my house would be pretty close to the cemetery where she was buried i decided to keep the story to myself and we sort of started treating her like a neighbor that we didn't want to associate with um, we knew she was there but she didn't want, we didn't want to disturb her. Two months ago, my parents moved out of that house and my mother retired so I think I can share her story that my, now that my parents are living away from her. The fact that all five of the people in that car saw the lady in red like that time like that just creeps me out you know like that's spooky to think about like five people saw that it wasn't just like a figment of someone's imagination like five people in the same car all saw like the lady in red um i do kind of want to talk about a little bit like just bring up the fact that the lady in red i feel like the idea of the lady in red being a prostitute is honestly just another way of society being like women's sexuality is scary women sex sex workers and women who 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 do sex very scary be scared of women who do sex you know because i don't know how much i've talked about this in previous episodes but society is very anti womens sexuality a lot of the time um also this i can't explain why but this ghost particularly gives me really severe The Other Woman by Lana Del Rey vibes, and I will not be going more in depth about that. Um, I'm sorry that the second story was kind of all over the place. I think that it was translated from another language to English, because some of it I was like, having a hard time reading through, um, but I hope that you got the gist. I still found it pretty creepy, even with the confusion. and i hope that you guys enjoyed this episode of the strange and paranormal let me know what you guys want me to cover on the podcast now that i'm back to uploading consistently again um back into that whole thing um and i hope you have an amazing day night or whatever it may be for you um all of my socials are linked in the description below so make sure and go and follow me and check those out um, if you would like and i hope you have an amazing spooky season um keep it creepy. I love you all so much. Blessed be.